The pursuit of happiness is a fundamental right guaranteed in the Constitution and defined in the Declaration of Independence to freely pursue joy and live life in a way that makes you happy, as long as you know how to use the laws to achieve what you want. This changes things a bit, doesn't it? This means that in order to do what makes you happy, you have to know some laws, and that's why I'm here. Welcome to Lovely, a show about law, love, and life. Live a happy life using the universal law of love at the heart of your decision-making. And of course, real laws too. I'm your host, Bahar Ansari, a hippie and happy lawyer turned IT founder turned, well, me, a consciously creative counselor. This show is built on one simple principle, that us as human beings do things for only two reasons, love, our ultimate self-fulfillment, or laws, natural and man-made. What transcends both is creativity. It's innovation. It's love empowered by laws. It's love. Be love, learn law, spread love. Hello, my lovelies. Welcome to season two of the show. Season one was all about inspiration and balance within ourselves and our busy lives chasing our dreams and passions. In honor of Women's History Month and spring, This season is all about women's rights, the feminine energy, and balance within ourselves and society. Some of you know that I grew up in Iran. Life under that country's regime is very different for the women of Iran. This difference, this inequality in rights and freedom, is the biggest reason my parents decided to move with two daughters. While Iran has strict laws, I feel that there are many stereotypes in the West that are simply untrue. I wrote an article for my college newspaper confronting these stereotypes. While I was only 22 years old when I wrote this article in 2008, my words still hold true today. One of my achievements that I'm super proud of was winning the Best Opinion Award for this article from my college newspaper's editorial staff for many reasons, but here are a few reasons. One, I was given an award for my opinion. This helped build my confidence over the years as a writer, an attorney, and the person people turn to for advice. Two, I was given an award by my peers who had gotten to know me. It was an amazing feeling to know that my peers praised and respected my opinion. Three, I moved to the U.S. in 2000. To receive an award for my English language writing just eight years later was an honor, especially English being my second language. Four, I was only 22 years old when I wrote this article. I still have strong opinions when it comes to human rights, especially women's rights. And five, I became a journalist to give people a voice. I became a lawyer to empower that voice. Today, I wanna read you this article. The title of this article is, The Recent Arrest of a Cal State Northridge Graduate Student in Iran Prompts Solidarity Among Iranian Women Around the World. I speak from experience when I say that growing up under the strict laws of the current Islamic regime in Iran is extremely difficult for women. My family moved here a few years ago for the sole purpose of finding a better future for my older sister and I. With the recent events in the Middle East, certain stereotypes need to be confronted. As an Iranian-American journalist whose sole purpose for choosing this profession has been to voice the unspoken words of the minority, I felt compelled and appreciative of the opportunity to share my opinion and knowledge regarding this matter. Whether I agree with the current situation in the Middle East, 
and the way the current administration in the United States has handled foreign policy issues in the Middle East are beyond the scope of this article. By now, many of us have heard about the story of Eshan Momini, a Cal State Northridge graduate student who was arrested by the Iranian government while conducting research for her master's thesis in Iran. She was also involved in the One Million Signatures campaign, a group of volunteers seeking legal equality for women in Iran. Momini's purpose for doing this project was to show Americans how powerful Iranian women in Iran are and to confront some stereotypes Americans use in portraying, portraying Iranian women. Her sentiments are echoed by me and other Iranian men and women around the world. Though the laws of Iran don't allow equality for women, they do not stop women from being active in society. It has not been easy for women to break into society once ruled by men. Women hold high-ranking jobs and make up 60% of the university student population. They're ambitious and hardworking. The scope of gender equality in Iran makes their achievements even more impressive. What bothered Momini the most, as well as me, is the confusion of different regions of the Middle East. Iranian women are not the same as Afghan women. They do not wear the same attire, nor are they prisoners of their own homes as were Afghan women under the Taliban regime. Unlike women in Saudi Arabia, they're allowed to vote and drive cars. To clarify a few myths about the Middle East, not all Middle Easterns are Arabs, nor are all Muslims Arabs, or all Arabs Muslims. Each country in the region has its own unique culture, language, and religion. I'm not going to sit here and defend the Islamic regime of Iran because of the obvious flaws in their legal system, but these flaws are not reflected in the people, particularly the women of Iran. Although some barriers have been broken, Iranian women still face a great deal of discrimination and inequality. Under Iranian law, a woman does not have the right to divorce. The children belong to the father and custody of the children is automatically granted to the man after the divorce. Under the current law, a woman cannot get married without her father's permission. As a witness in court, a woman's testimony counts as half, meaning it would take two female witnesses to equal to that of a man. A woman's inheritance is also half of what a man will inherit. Women are not allowed to apply for a passport without written permission from their husbands if married or their father if unmarried. Although women can become vice presidents of the country as one of the 10 current VPs in the Iranian cabinet is, the law that requires permission to exit the country applies to her as well. There are numerous groups and human rights activists in Iran and around the world demanding equality for women in Iran, as well as other neighboring countries. Esha Momini belongs to one of these groups. She was filming a documentary interviewing women in Iran and other activities in her campaign when she was arrested. She's not the only one who's been in prison for her beliefs and activities. Over the past few years, journalists, students, professors, human rights activists have all been captured by the Iranian government. Many have been tortured and some have died in police custody. There are numerous people fighting in the forefront of the war on discrimination and equality in this world. Some are risking their lives to educate others about the world that we live in. As students and the next generation made up of educated men and women, we need to be more informed about international current events. Some may ask, why should I care? I live all the way on the other side of the world. Beyond Pointing out the obvious morality issues of human rights violations around the world, my answer to that question would be, 
that more than 720 million of your tax money is being spent in the war in Iraq each day, according to the American Friends Service Committee, which used Congressional Budget Office figures to calculate the daily cost of the war in 2007. Because of thousands of American soldiers who are currently in Iraq and in Afghanistan, because it is your money and your people in that part of the world, and it directly affects your future as the next generation of this country. I don't have an unrealistic dream to change the world, nor do I intend to sit here and naively write about promoting world peace. The conflicts in the Middle East will not be easily resolved, though the knowledge of the past and current events will help in dealing with the situation as time goes on. With the technological advancements in recent years, the business market has transformed into a global market. Whether we like it or not, we'll be dealing with people from all over the world in our future jobs. So being informed and taking part in stabilizing this region, no matter how small that part is, would greatly impact our future. While there's been many changes since I last wrote this article, like for example, women in Saudi are allowed to drive now, not much meaningful change in terms of legal upgrades has taken place. Many women, especially activists, are still silenced and imprisoned and possibly tortured for their beliefs and their opinions. Just last week, a second Iranian woman and human rights activist was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. She has recently been released from the notorious Evin prison for her political activism and is under house arrest. Her nomination comes as she faces new charges by the Iranian government to silence her. The first Iranian woman to win the Nobel Peace Prize for her activism was Shirin Ebadi, Iranian lawyer, writer, and teacher who received the Nobel Prize for Peace in 2003 for her efforts to promote democracy and human rights, especially those of women and children in Iran. She was the first Muslim woman and the first Iranian to receive the award. The 22-year-old me ended the article with high hopes with, I don't have an unrealistic dream to change the world, nor do I intend to sit here and naively write about promoting world peace. The conflict in the Middle East will not be easily resolved through though the knowledge of the past and current events will be helpful in dealing with the situation as time goes on. With the technological advancement of recent years, the business market has transformed into a global market. Whether we like it or not, we'll be dealing with people from all over the world and our future jobs. So being informed and taking part in stabilizing this region, no matter how small that part is, would greatly impact our future. The 35-year-old me would like to amend what I said to include. I don't have an unrealistic dream to change the world because my dream of world peace is very realistic. What is unrealistic is humanity's greed. I believe that for the world to change, we must change ourselves individually. And I know we'll see peace in the Middle East and beyond before I add my next addendum here at 44. So in honor of Women's Month, Persian New Year, Spring Solstice, and my birthday, I'd like to start a challenge, a movement really. I would like for you to go to at the other voice of Iran on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And under the last post saying, I'm proud of you, tag an Iranian woman that you're proud of. My goal is to introduce another voice to the people of the world. My voice, the voice of an Iranian woman, the other voice of Iran. And here's why. If the voice of tradition is due to change meaningfully, 
there should be voices representing the other half of the population, the female half, when spoken on behalf of an entire nation. And remember, if you don't find your voice in the current voice, remember that there is always another voice. And with that, my lovely friends, I will leave you with some advice. Dream big, be brave, and be happy. I'm already proud of you. Thanks for listening to Lovely with me, your host, Bahar Ansari. If you like this show, please subscribe and share with your friends, colleagues, and family. And please leave a review on iTunes. If you miss me before then, check out baharansari.com or connect with me on social media. Join us next week when we talk more about laws, love, and life. See you soon.